Welcome to the Real Facts on Real Estate podcast presented by Sean Patrick Maloney. In this series, we educate real estate agents on how to find success in the industry and grow their wealth to six-figure commissions and beyond. Now here's your host, Sean Maloney. Welcome to episode 140, Staging for Agents. I'm your host, Sean Patrick Maloney. Thanks for joining me this week. This week, I wanted to talk to you about staging. The art of staging a home is truly an art. Just like you see a photography expert, that they have a different aspect, that they have a different way of looking at it, that they have just that artistic view that changes the way you view a photo. They don't just decide to take a square photo on. They try to convey a message, almost a hidden subliminal world of messaging going on. And that's why certain photos stick out. Same thing goes on with stage and far too often, people decide that they can be a staging expert. Sometimes we'll be able to get away with simple staging, but other times it really takes bringing in the professionals and knowing that they're gonna get you the money that you deserve for having done so. Realizing that houses sell faster and for more money, simply put, when using a stager. As a real estate agent, you need to have an eye for what looks right. You do not need to be a professional stager. You just simply need to know when to call one. So oftentimes, at minimum, when it comes to staging, our clients should clean up, organize, get rid of things, declutter, and rearrange the furniture. This certainly is something, as a real estate agent, that we could help out with and advise on. Move the couch over there, put the chair there, using what we already have, and best setting it up. Does it look the best? Will it sell the best? Probably not. It's not going to be optimal, but it's going to be better than what was there. Put that away, fold that, hide that, organize this. These are simple things, right? Pull out your closet, get rid of all the winter clothing, and put it back together just as summer clothing because we're selling in the summertime. Put the rest into storage facility or whatever. Or maybe it's something as simple as let's empty the entire pantry of foods. Let's donate or throw away whatever we're not going to eat or whatever is expired we're going to throw away. Let's get everything back in there. Let's get a few Tupperware bins and containers to make things square, make them stack better. Fix that up. It's going to make it look bigger. Let's take out all the dishes and everything in the cabinets and just restack them and put them in, getting rid of the seasonal ones we're not going to use. These are simple ways of just getting by staging, right? This is not really staging on the idea of a full stage, but this is a soft stage. This is just getting things into better organization and better order. That way when people see them, they present better. Because honestly, one of the big things when people look at a home is the idea of, is there enough storage space? And when our storage space is not staged correctly, it can look smaller than it really is. Let's face it, we all have too much stuff, so we stack it everywhere we can, which sometimes makes our home appear to be too small. But the true key to a real staging professional is to sell the house to the perfect individual. The perfect individual for the house will be willing to pay the most money for the house. The reason being is they see the least need to alter the house. And when we have somebody that believes in the house on that level, they're going to pay the most because, again, they don't think they need to put in money. They think, okay, the house is good the way it is. Why would I need to put in any money? I'll pay the most for it. So a stager, when I said that artistic eye, they're going to look at the house and think about the lifestyle. They're going to think about the local area. They're going to think about the person that's going to come in the door. And they're going to pair the perfect colors, the perfect feels, and the perfect furnishings all together to make it feel the way that the person would want it 
that will pay the most money for the house. Now, in most marketing, we're trying to get it out to as many people as possible to try to identify and connect with the right people. Whereas now, as the stager, it's kind of the final act, right? It's the person is now on site or looking at the photos, thinking about coming on site. And we want to align with the person that best fits that home, which is what that stager is doing. They're not making it for everybody. While they do, I will say, go more mainstream than what they seller or the agent might do they do try to follow the local trends and everything but again thinking of who is that trendsetter and how do i get them to buy this house which is the person that's going to pay us the most if you're a staging expert and an agent make sure to charge accordingly blurring the lines between jobs will lead to your hourly rate of pay decreasing dramatically so if you don't decide to hire a staging expert because you know what you're doing and you're going to advise them on it, make sure to charge them for it. Why do I say that? Because as a real estate agent, there's only so many hours in the day. And as a real estate agent, our job is to help people buy and sell homes. It's not to help people stage homes. That's why there's a whole separate industry, and that's why they charge what they do. It's okay if you want to do it, I guess, but I would ultimately say you want to make sure to get compensated for your time and energy. And if you own furniture, and you're going to be staging people with your furniture, you want to be charging them for the fact that that furniture is depreciating. Maybe it's one of the benefits of working with you, but if you're charging the same as every single other agent and you're doing all this extra work, it just means that you're charging less per hour, so you're actually less expensive than everyone else, but you're more beneficial, which who gives more and takes less, that's kind of against the rules of how economic principles work, which means that you're just doing it for free. So keep that in mind. It is okay to do that, but just realize you need to first off be an expert and know that you can actually help them because it's nothing worse than an agent who thinks they're an expert and then gets in the way of the experts, but then also the agent who doesn't charge and then gives away something, creating a void in the industry as far as people believe that it should just be given away, which we obviously know this person who's decided to do this has taken a cut on their own, and sometimes it takes them a little while, including going out of business eventually, to figure out that they're not getting paid appropriately for having done the job. But when we are acting as a stager, we are going to ultimately advise on things like paint colors, furnishings, changing, remodeling, upgrading, replacing flooring, different things like that. So as an agent, when we're going to get stagers involved, it's important to remember that there's going to be a longer time frame, that things are going to take a little longer because you certainly don't want to do your photography without the staging already there. And you also don't want to get everybody in the house for an open house without the staging there. So you want to make sure everything comes into line timeline wise all together at the same time, which can be a little bit of a challenge because we meet often sellers who are ready to go. And by telling them they should stage, we actually almost slow down the deal. It's okay to do this because we really want to make sure to maximize the value for them. And if and when you use digital staging, it's important to remember that you want to disclose it on the listing first off because MLS policy, but also because no one likes to feel like they were catfished, right? You go to a house under one pretense, you walk in and you see something else, you get that feeling of having been lied to. And it doesn't play out the same way as it does in your brain when you are looking at it on the computer. So when we do these digital stagings, we still want to think, maybe I need an expert, because we want the highest and best use for every room 
depicted in picking out the right furniture, such as having a certain seating area in a certain room or having a media room or whatever it be, we really want to make sure we get that right because there are people out there that will walk into a house and they'll see a bedroom being used as an office and they won't think, wow, that third bedroom was being utilized as an office. They'll think, I don't want my kids sleeping in a converted office. Whereas if the third bedroom was there, which is the highest and best use, a person might think, well, I could get rid of a bedroom because I don't have that many kids and I could turn that into an office. I know it sounds like the same, but they're actually opposite and backward of each other. So from highest and best use, people can lower the use, but to get to highest and best use is what we want to advertise because the most money comes from the highest and best use, which is ultimately what we're trying to do. And when you are using digital staging, I want you to remember, always print out a hard copy of each room and what it looks like and leave it on site. That way there, if they're looking at that digital staging, they can see it when they're in the house. Because again, that whole feeling of bait and switch happens. If people get to the house, they don't see the digital staging there and they can't remember what the photos look like. Of course, nowadays we have the advantage that most people have a smartphone in their pockets and they have the ability to look it back up. And some companies even offer the augmented reality, which is where you hold the phone up and look where the furniture was, but not everyone's gonna be aware of that. So getting those printouts there, very important to remember. But again, digital staging, you still might wanna use the staging expert because ultimately they're gonna help you make the best decisions, the highest and best use in who the perfect client for that home is. That way there you can ensure getting your clients the most money. Having a trusted list of resources is a great way to add value. Being an expert agent means having these contacts to ensure your client finds success. So as always in all the different aspects of real estate, we're looking to add value. And one of the best ways to add value is to have a trusted list of contractors, whether it be painters, remodelers, wood floor experts, staging experts, moving and packing and organization experts, cleaning, power washing, window cleaning companies. If we can put together a good list of this, we can ensure our clients find great success in staging their home through utilizing our expert contractors. This is gonna create a great relationship with the contractors because they're gonna appreciate the work you gave them. Possibly someday they may even find a job that they can reference you to. But again, working with someone you know, like, and trust is gonna help because now you know your clients are in good hands. You know that you can follow those deadlines and timelines that you need in order to get the listing on. And the more you work with somebody, the more preferential they're gonna treat your clients because of how much work you send them. But your clients are really gonna to come to appreciate working with your contractor list because now they don't have to worry about am I getting skimmed or scammed? Am I gonna make the timelines? Because they have somebody who puts in their full energy towards them, which is always appreciated by anybody. Guys, I hope this helps you understand that staging is its own industry. Well, you can help people stage, you should charge for it. And if you're not charging for it, you're getting ripped off to yourself. You're doing yourself a disservice. So make sure to remember that there's a reason there's a professional in every industry and stay in your lane where possible. If you're leaving your lane, make sure to get paid for it and you'll find more success. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. Please make sure to subscribe. Also tell all your associates and coworkers at the agency about this great free resource on buying, selling, and owning homes and working as a real estate professional. We really appreciate you listening and have a great week.